Hey, hello, and welcome to the In Then We Will podcast. I am your host, Christina Borsetti, and we are in episode 35. Hey guys, it's 10 18 at night, and I don't normally record my podcast this late, but it is the quietest it's been in my house. And I'm actually uh, by myself in the room that I normally do my podcasting in, so it's super quiet. And I'll be honest, I wanted to just go sit on the couch and veg out and not do this podcast because I wanted to push it out. But I knew that if I tried, well, I knew myself, I know myself, if I go to push out this podcast episode, I'm not sure. Yeah, I would be really disappointed in myself because I've, you know, we're making it here. We've had probably about 34 episodes now, and I wanted to make sure that I got this podcast episode out for you guys tomorrow. But the thing is, I'm really pushing myself to get these podcast episodes out in a timely fashion because I'm doing all the work myself. And I don't tell you that because it's woe is me. I tell you that because it leads into today's discussion. And in the conversations I've been having, it's been continuous that lots of women that I'm talking to, that I'm engaging with, are really struggling to find the time to get the things done that they want to get done, that they personally want to get done. Not that the house needs to be clean or the car needs to get detailed or you have to get your kids' summer reading books together or um, you have family events you have to plan for. Those are, I call this kind of standard life stuff at at this point in my life. But I mean the things that we really are passionate about doing. Like This podcast is something I'm passionate about doing. I like having conversations with women and some men around what I talk about on the show. I don't at this time put all this stuff out here in order to create any profit um, or to build any business. It's just to have a conversation or to extend my experiences, the experiences of others to help encourage and support and to help this community really feel heard. And so for me, I want to show up. I want to show up every week. And that means a lot to me. And I hope it does mean a lot to the folks that are listening to me on a weekly basis. So hi to you if you're listening and if you're new to this podcast, welcome in. I don't always sound this languid on the podcast mic, but again, it's late. It's been a long day and I have been spending a lot of time within this internship that I picked up that I I picked up. It was definitely, it was God's provision that presented this to me because I had prayed over wanting to understand more of the elements of online entrepreneurship because my business experience comes from in person um and so I wanted to understand more of that on like what does it take to really successfully run an online business and is it something that I really want to do and so I'm going through that process now and I've picked up some extra hours I was blessed enough to be given extra hours and I think it's been going well. <laughs> uh, if they're listening to this podcast episode, I hope that they think it's going well as well. But I have picked up all these extra hours and it's so interesting because when I went to go plan my schedule for the summer, and I talked a little about this in the Cultivating Rhythms episode, that I thought that I would be able to time when I'd be able to do all the things. And I looked over my summer schedule and I was like, yes, I've got this nailed down. I'm going to crush it this summer with summer camps. And I know that I'm going to go to the library on this day that Ari's at this summer camp and you know, so on and so forth. 
I'm finding myself really struggling to do the things that I want to do. And that's even so waking up in the morning and moving my body like I used to do. I was finding excuses to not do it or I would do a lesser than uh, workout. And I just kind of allowed myself to, I guess in some ways, just really accept being lazy on the activities that I I really love for myself. And so mindfulness practices, moving my body. For a while there, I was walking every single morning, but then we went, like I said, we're just all over the place. I don't want to drown you guys in this, this diatribe of my existence, but I wanted to share this experience because the conversations I'm having in the community, as I said, are very much, I don't have the time to do X, Y, Z. And when posed with the question, well, what are the things taking up your time? Where can you find extra time? There, there are a lot of, well, this is happening or that is hap- going on. And some stuff is unavoidable. It's stuff having to do with our health that we really need to focus on. And that's what needs to be our priority right now. Or it's something to do with our family or our marriages or relationships. And something is taking priority. And I think let's start there. Uh, let's get an understanding of what those priorities are and writing them out. If your marriage isn't a priority, but it's calling for you to be a priority, that's something you need to dive into. If your relationship with your children, uh, you know, transparently, we had been struggling with Aria. She's a single child, the only child. And we've been struggling a bit with her. And so we have, my husband and I had to come together and we have to try to work on bettering that relationship, both with ourselves to show her uh, what a good relationship is what good communication is what respect and kindness is but also with her one-on-one and how she can communicate to us appropriately and so we had to take a step back from all the things that we wanted to do just was basically like run around and just enjoy the summer and do whatever we want and really zone in on having that time with her and you know setting up a schedule and and conversations and being more present what I really wanted to to get into in this particular episode, though, was to tell you a little bit about last week and coming back to that theme of wanting to do things I, I like this this podcast and getting the podcast edited and done, and then not being able to do things in the time. Like last week, I was up two nights in a row until midnight trying to get all the things in so that the next day the workload was less than. But I'm finding because when you're, I don't know if you're, well, you're definitely like me if you're listening to this podcast, that we get so invested in the projects and the things that we're passionate about that it's hard to tear ourselves away. And so other things suffer, as I was saying. So the time, if we appropriately allocated our time, uh, if we gave our trust to the appropriate places, uh, that being for me, God, if I'm trusting him and then I know that he's guiding my path and my process that he will make the time and he will make the way. If he's called us to it, he will walk us through it. I did an episode way back in the beginning about that. And so I wanted to share that because last week, I want to say it's last week, I had poison ivy. I got poison ivy the first time ever. At first, it was just like a tiny little bubble, and then it just turned into like, it's still there. It's like this giant rash. And 
it just it, the thing was like I was like oh it's not a big deal and then it started to spread so then I had I think I have it on my abdomen I got it on my face and that popped up this week and it got to the point where I finally had to go to urgent care and they're like well now that it's on your face you have to go on steroids for two weeks now this is someone me who doesn't take over-the-counter medicines or anything I try to avoid that at all costs so now I'm taking you know, I took Benadryl <laughs> passed out made me so tired I did taking you know Advil and Tylenol because the headaches and I was just I was just a mess and the itching oh let me just tell you about the itching (laughs) it's just a lot of itching so then I go on a walk with my daughter and I got mauled by bugs I am just someone who bugs like me so I got mauled by bugs when we were out on our walk which is such a bummer because I was so excited that she actually wanted to go on her scooter and be outside and like go take a walk with her mom. I was so excited about it and I got mauled by bugs. So here I am, <laughs> like a giant fleshly wound. And on top of it, I am stressing myself out about getting these projects done. And ironically, one of the projects was to communicate within this group And so basically it was, there was a question, there was a post that was up in this online community and it was asking to post your favorite scripture. And I was to go in and respond to the women who were posting their scripture to get an understanding of why that scripture means so much to them and then to encourage others to bring their scriptures into that conversation. And so what I say the irony is, is that I was sitting there like stress balling my shoulders up into my ears, like labored breathing, uh, again, not getting in necessarily the things that I wanted to get in. So I wasn't getting up early enough because I was so tired. I was staying up so late. So I wasn't getting up early enough to spend my time with God. So I was not setting the right foot off for the day. Yes, I did get some workouts in, but I couldn't only get so much in because I couldn't be on my arm and I was so itchy. So there was only so much that I could do. And I definitely didn't want to go outside because I thought I was going to get eaten alive again. And I trust me, I put the bug spray on. Uh, and so now it's like there's all these things happening. And my daughter was still, still having a little bit of struggle with her. And it was just one of those like culminating moments where all the things were happening. And I was so sad and I knew the reason I was so sad when I mean don't I just had to take a step back I mean I knew that I wasn't finding the good in that situation and I wasn't realizing that things were moving for the best that things were going to be better and that it would be okay like I the reason I got up so early on Sunday morning and looked in the mirror before the minute clinic opened up was a good thing because then I went and I was able to catch and take care of what could have been a much more severe outbreak of this poison ivy because when it goes on your face they say it goes it can go into your eyes and your nose and your throat and you know I'm just avoiding that at all costs so that was that thing so I was able to start to heal my body and I was lucky enough to like be able just to relax even though we had friends in for the weekend I was able to relax and and take a step back from things because there was lots of people sort of co-parenting Aria with me which was nice and she was just in a better mood she got to see her friend on the beach so it's just like okay so that was a relief there and I was able to get all of my work in and 
I was able to sleep in a little bit more on those days that I needed it to adjust my schedule that God made a way that I didn't have to get up. Like my daughter wasn't getting up in the middle of the night. No craziness was happening outside the house that I felt I needed to get out for. So there was, God was making that way for me. And the thing was, I wasn't looking at all of these things. Well, I was going to think too, it's me and my mind, but my cheeks from the poison ivy blew up so much that one morning I went to, I woke up and I looked in the mirror and I was, I didn't even recognize myself, but I go, okay, so this is God's way of telling me I should never get fillers in my cheeks because I look like Catwoman. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can Google it. This woman, I think she's so, she was like a German socialite and she had so much plastic surgery that her face began to come to look like a cat. It's a sad and unfortunate thing, and I feel bad for her. I really do. But that is what my face started to look like. It was just like Botox or whatever else fillers gone wrong. And I go, okay, maybe it was God telling me I had to have some humor in this situation um, and that I perhaps need to not go as fast when I'm doing my lawn work and things like that. So there was a lot of lessons, and there wasn't any one where I go, oh, God was definitely trying to teach me this lesson. I think there was a lot of things you just shift your perspective and you're like, okay, I can look at this rather from a negative viewpoint and I can look at it from a positive viewpoint and it's not easy. You guys know that it's not easy to change your mindset once you are in that dark place, but getting my head back into scripture and really opening my eyes to the stories that these women were saying, the reasons for their scripture was so helpful and you i've said this before you might not subscribe to believing in jesus and maybe you just believe in god and you can take what i say you know at face value or with a grain of salt or whatever the cliche is you just take it for for just to help you understand if you're going through something where everything feels like a lot and it's you know, more than poison ivy and bug bites and struggles with your family. You could be listening to this podcast, you know, on your way to another appointment to, you know, after you've gotten a biopsy done and it came back, you know, malignant, there could be something much, much bigger afoot here. But what can we shift with our minds? What can we, what can we be really grateful for? I say that because uh, I actually have the, a coach, the, well, the coach that I'm working for, she does uh, a gratitude practice. And I loved the way she was saying that, you know, writing down the three things you're grateful for every day. She's like, it's cute. She's like, but you really want to, you really want to engross yourself in that gratitude. And you want to think about something that gives you all the feel, something about your day that really just felt very powerful to you. And at the time, maybe you stopped and paused and thought about it, but when you really sit down and you write it out and you think about it, it brings you so much peace and understanding and happiness and joy and find those moments and soak in them and start to see how that changes you. So I'm not much for like top three things that you can do to change your mindset, but I think if we're going to go in that direction, then I would say one, to steal from coach and mentor Stephanie Gass, that I would try to soak in one moment of gratitude a day so that when you are going through a hard time, 
like when I was in the hospital, I was really, really struggling and I needed to find something. And for me, that was that I got to see my daughter on FaceTime for a few hours or they had someone come in and do recce. And even though I didn't really feel like it did anything, I was like, what? I'm like, this is so nice. It's so different. Or even if I got to the get up and walk around the hospital floor for two times that day, soaking in those moments made me feel stronger. And I know that they would do the same for you. So that would pretty much be number one. Number two would be to look for the good in your situation, even though you're like, I don't want to. Okay. Like, like we're big children. I don't want to look for the good in a situation. I am miserable because it's easier to be miserable and it's easier to find company to be miserable with you or to find the good in the situation. And you sometimes you just really have to think about it. You really got to dig deep. Let's be honest. <laughs> There's going to be situations that you're really going to try to find, try to just everything is negative and it's always happening to me and why am I the only one and let this podcast serve as a example of no, you're not the only one. (laughs) Things happen to us, all of us, which is why I share stories of my own and why I share interviews and conversations with people who have had similar experiences or just experiences that maybe one day might have, right? Uh, you know, God never said we were going to get out of this life unscathed, uh, especially as a side note, as Christians, uh, a lot of people think, oh, well, you're a Christian, or they think that Christians just are like, you know, walking around <laughs> on clouds that we don't think, you know, because we believe in Jesus and that he's our savior, that we are just never going to, we're never going to get harmed. And I'll tell you, when I was much younger, I definitely felt like that. I was like, if I just pray and I wish then it'll, it'll all be great. And nothing bad is ever going to happen to me. And then when something bad happened to me, I was like, why do you hate me so much, God? And that's not how it works. Uh, God allows these things into our lives because we went through your whole life without struggling. Would you even know how to be sympathetic or empathetic to other people? Would you even like, I don't know, probably not. Like you wouldn't be able to understand what other people are going through. And, and that's the real human experience. Uh, so the third thing though, I wanted to tell you guys about, and again, I'm really sorry that I'm like, oh, sounds so tired, but again, it's 10 30 at night. It's not my normal recording time. Uh, but the third thing I wanted to share with you actually was some of the scriptures that I wrote down that I thought were really powerful. And the thing about scripture and sharing scripture is that when you're just listening to it, if you're not someone who's read the Bible, you don't understand the stories of which those scriptures are coming from, it may not resonate completely with you, but let's just say you believe in God, which I hope you do, and I hope that you believe in Jesus, and I hope that you have the hope of eternal life, that these scriptures will, will speak to your heart um, if you're going through something, maybe it'll, maybe it will help encourage you to look outside the box of what you have been thinking before. And what I mean by that is that if you are restricted by uh, past issues with a church or uh, family members who were hyper-religious, um, you come from a background where there's disdain or discomfort or something that has caused you trauma when it comes to faith, that there's a different way that you can go about 
living that faith and it doesn't have to be attached to that. So let's, let me give you a few scriptures that I really loved from the group and also from some of the Sunday sermons from my church. And I hope that they will encourage you and bring you some hope and with that, whatever you're going through. So the first scripture I wanted to share with you guys is Deuteronomy 3, 31, 6, excuse me, Deuteronomy 31, 6, be strong and of a good courage, fear not, nor be afraid of them for the Lord, thy God, he it is that doth go with thee. He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. I really love that one because when we think that we're alone, we're not. And that's what that one reminds me of. He will not fail thee. He will not forsake thee. If you believe in God and you give him your worries, if you give him your trust, if you are obedient, you give your life to him, which essentially means you give those worries, you give those concerns to him, and you trust that there is a bigger plan in play, that you should have good courage and you should not fear not. doesn't mean you should never have fear. Fear is a natural part of, of who we are as humans, but those fears that come in, those intrusive thoughts that, I mean, psychologically, that's what they call them, intrusive thoughts, when they just come into your head, being able to say, I I believe you, God, I trust you. I know that whatever is going on here, I trust you, and I'm going to stay of good courage. I'm going to stay of good faith. So that's one. Joshua 1, 9, have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever, <laughs> with ever so ever thou goest. Oh, that's a, that's a tongue twister. This is the older, older English. So with or so ever. But again, has he not commanded you that be strong and of good courage? Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. The Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. Just think about that. Cloud by day, cloud by night. I remember that from uh, Bob Alexander. He's a pastor uh, down in Missouri and has really pow- powerful sermons. He's He is one of the most intelligent pastors I've ever uh, learn from. He has, he's just extremely knowledgeable when it comes to history. So if you're looking for a place to learn, it's called, um, keys, the Bible or old paths, Baptist church. And I can put that in the show notes and he's got, uh, different learning modules. They're all free. They're all on the site. You just go. And if you're going through the Bible, you can just go to his site. And what I do is I listen to it before. So I listen to say it was like the book of Joshua. So I'll look to that, listen to that before, and then I'll go read the book of Joshua. And so, uh, he says in there, and it was in, um, numbers, it was cloud by day, cloud by night. So God is, God is guiding you by day. He is guiding you by night. So be strong and have good courage. Be, don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed. He is with, her, with you wherever you go. Second Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, 
but the things which are not seen are eternal. That one's a really powerful one. And it's taken me actually a long time to really soak that one in because we live in a very tangible world. If we're not seeing something happening, it's not happening. <laughs> What's the joke? Like if it's not, if when you do your workout back in the day, it was like, if you didn't take a picture of your workout and put it on Instagram, then it didn't happen. And so that is a worldly example of what I'm talking about, but it's true. It's like you want to see signs. You want to see the clouds move. You want to see the skies part. You want something to show you that whatever you're doing is is working. We, we put so much in what's tangibly in our hands, like how big is our bank account? How nice is our car? How many homes do we have? Do I look like Kim Kardashian? Like whatever it is, rather than putting our hope in the eternal that the things which are seen are temporal but the things that are not seen are eternal so the hope of life ever after that there's a place for us to go when we die that is the eternal and what's the other thing i'm always with these cliche sayings but honestly they say you don't ever see a hearse haul with a u-haul on the back something to that degree so the things you're you're building up to have all these amazing, wonderful, nice things. But what at the end of the day, if you they say when you lose your soul when you've gained everything else. And so, you know, if any of those cliche things or any of those common sayings resonate with you, it's it's basically what this this scripture is saying is that don't you know, don't faint when things are getting hard. Our outward, first off, our outward man, this flesh that I have the poison ivy on is going to get older. I'm going to age. I'm not liking it, but it's going to happen. But our inward man, when we believe in God and we have faith, we have strength and we have courage, it gets renewed every single day. And then God for that, that you get up every single day and you have a new day to do amazing, incredible things, to make an impact on the world, on your family. You know, let's forget about the world for a second, at home, with your family, with your children, with your friends, with your coworkers, the people that are closest to you. And our light afflictions, light afflictions, those struggles, those light afflictions, they're just for a moment. And I want to pause there for a second too. We take a look back on our life. And I might have said this before, and I'll say it again. But if you take a look back on your life, when you are in a moment of struggle, so let this be number four. <laughs> Take a look back on your life. Take a look back and write down the times that you've gotten over something. You've gotten through something. It can be as what you might think is juvenile now looking back on your heart getting broken at the age of 16 and you got through it. It could have been that you fell off your bike and broke your arm and you got through it. And it could have been, I don't know, you failed out of your first, you failed your, your, your nursing test, but then you went back and you got through it. it I'm just trying to think of some examples, you know, going down the line of conversations with friends and things that they have struggled with and then gotten through. And you'll get through it by faith, by strength something so what got you through that time was it that well when you're a kid you're like oh I was just young and I just you know I got over it went on to the next person but it was your strength and resilience to move on and with a clear mind to move on from it 
it was, you know, the, say to go back to the example of, you know, nursing, you're, you're going in for your nursing degree and you filled out the test, the board's tests, but you went back, you studied and you, and you got through it. What got you through that? Your passion, your resilience, your strength, maybe some support, prayers, you know, finding, finding where God is in those moments to give you that strength and how you got through those situations. Because we will often get into situations, case in point, me last week, and automatically forget all the things that we've been through in the past. Like my appendix burst when I was a kid. My mom's like, you could have died. I don't believe it. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Parents are dramatic. You know, I've def- I had something weird happen to my throat. I had to go, I had a steroid shot when I was on vacation with friends. I just, I've been to like some weird stuff, like this poison ivy situation, the ending up in the hospital, like weird stuff, just weird stuff. At the time I was like, I'm going to die. This I'm never going to get through this. I can say it with laughter because at the time looking back, it's pretty serious. The point is, is that I, I tell you this because if we can look back on the chapters in our life of when and when we got through something and how did we get through it and can we take from that time and can we bring that into the situation we're in now to give us hope and strength if you believe in god and you you give your trust to him then you know that he was walking alongside you that you still have something really amazing and impactful and powerful to do and you might be feel really stuck in the season and it could be all these other things that you feel like are holding you back. But rather than think that they're holding you back, have courage, have strength, look beyond the temporal, look beyond the light affliction and, and realize that all these things are working together for something more powerful then you might be able to actually fathom. God's ways are higher than our ways. Life, some things in life will never be, like there are plenty of things in life we're never ever going to fully understand. We'll argue it all to the end of our days, but there are just things we're never going to fully understand. But I want you to just, you have your own bit of understanding and then release the rest out there. And so again, just circling back, Those are some things that if you are the person that I was talking to about having, you're going through some struggles, you're feeling really stuck, you're feeling like you really want to do the thing that you're passionate about, but there are other things happening in your life, know that they're happening for a reason and that things are going to work out the way that they should. It is a promise. It is a promise from above. Find the history lessons. You know, on the flip side of that, if you're someone who keeps going through the same situation over and over and over again, and you're not getting through it, that's a thorn that you're carrying with you. That's something that you're allowing. It's a stronghold. You can go back and listen to my episode about me getting sober, that that alcohol was a stronghold in my life, but it wasn't even the alcohol. It was other things as well that the alcohol was just covering up. I'm still working my way through the anxiety and different emotions I have with being completely sober in a very wild world. But I understand now that that was the cover up for that. That was a thorn in my life. And if I didn't get rid of the alcohol, I'd never be able to treat what else was going on with me. And so if you have, if you find yourself in the same situations, the same bad relationships, the same conversations, the same fights, 
you are just running yourself in circles with a bunch of ideas and never really hammering anything down to get to the next step, for instance, we'll use that one instead, then you need to take a step back for a moment and go, why do I keep, why am I still on this hamster wheel? What am I doing? And why do I feel so comfortable in this situation? Find the courage, find the strength to pray, to release it and start looking for ways to remove that thorn from your life. And if you guys are, again, if if I say this stuff all the time, but if you feel like you need someone to talk to, like that's what I'm here for. This this conversation is for, and I'm just kind of going off the cuff in these solo casts because I want to just have a real human conversation with you and that these are all the thoughts that are going on my head and these are the things that I'm processing and these are the things that are helping me and that this will help you as well. And so at the end of this podcast episode, I hope that if you are really struggling with something, or maybe you're just mildly struggling, you're, you're working your way up to that culminating moment where all things are going to come together and you're going to feel like I did last week. Like, what the heck am I even doing with myself? Like something needs to give, you know, try not to get to that point to use another saying. Uh, I remember I was in the hospital and one of the nurses said to me, she's like, you should probably, you know, take the Tylenol now. Don't wait until you're in pain to take the medication because then you have to get your, now you got to work back from that pain point. And so that would be another piece of advice. Like don't wait until you're in so much pain to treat or focus in on or heal what you have going on. And that comes with just being aware of who you are and how you react to things and, you know, what things in your past might trigger you. And wow, I'm getting really off the cuff here in this episode. But I wanted to ultimately just share a couple pieces of scripture with you that help me and some of the things that have helped me, like I was able to snap back much quicker last week after my low point because I was able to find some moments of stillness to get into the scripture, to pray to God and to remember how he's helped me before. I'm going to wrap up this episode. If you guys have any questions, if something seemed confusing to you, then again, I encourage you just to reach out my email, Christina at, and then be well.com. Or I'm sometimes on Instagram, you can send me a DM over there as well, but let's connect and have a conversation. Or if you just need someone to pray for you or pray over you, or maybe someone else, this, you're listening to this episode going, man, this is, this is someone I love. They're going through this right now. And I want to send them this podcast episode, but I don't want to be intrusive. You can always just reach out to me and we can pray over them together because I want us to build this faith together. I want us it's the missing, I find it is that was the missing link in so many different places of my life. I'm still learning. I'm still growing through all of this. And I, and again, my hope is to share this with you so that we can all grow along together and that you'll find your faith and you'll find your strength and you'll be able to remove those thorns from your life. So you can start living with more joy and independence and just release that idea that there are of your expectations and release those ideas of how the world needs to work and how your life needs to go. As long as you are staying a path that feels aligned and good to you, like when you are, when you are working within what you are supposed to be doing, you'll feel that peace. You'll feel the peace. You'll know it'll be a overwhelming understanding in your body 
I promise you. All right, friends, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for joining me. Hopefully I didn't lull you to sleep with my soothing bedtime magic voice. And I feel like only people in Massachusetts would know what bedtime magic is. (laughs) So if you don't live here, you can look it up. I think it was a radio show. I actually learned about it much later when I moved to Massachusetts. Uh, This guy had this show called Bedtime Magic and the most soothing nighttime voice. And he would just play like those jazzy, like, if you were reading like a Danielle Steele novel and like having a glass, glass of white Zinfandel, sort of, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm clearly getting loopy. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will talk with you guys soon. Episodes uh, next week, we'll return with some interviews and have a great day. 